In today's episode, I will answer a question that I got from one of my loyal blog followers. And the question is, do we still need a communication site in SharePoint Online? You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode number 120 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I want to answer a question uh, that I got from one of my loyal followers, and actually a question that I often get uh, from many other users as well. And the question is, uh, do we really need a communication site in SharePoint Online? As I mentioned numerous times uh, on this podcast and on my blog, uh, in SharePoint Online, we have two primary uh, site templates. We have a communication site template and a team site template. And essentially with communication site template, you get this uh, nice looking, visually appealing uh, type of site that you typically use for one-way information sharing. And with the team site, you get uh, a collaboration type of site, a site that would be you know, typically restricted uh, to only uh, you know the team members. Uh, this is the site, of course, that is connected to Microsoft 365 groups uh, and teams. And essentially, the objective of a team site is not so much information sharing, but rather uh, two-way collaboration among team members. So while we have uh, those two types of sites, uh, the most common type of site you would find in any tenant, uh, any environment, is obviously a team site. And there are many reasons for that, all right? First of all, right, you often need to collaborate on a different project. So every time you have a project, you would uh, spin up a new team site. Uh, every time you create a team in Teams, uh, it automatically spins up uh, a team site and a Microsoft 365 group behind the scenes. And while you might have a few communication type of sites uh, in your tenant and your environment, obviously the majority of your sites uh, will be the team sites for the reasons I listed above. Now, let me tell you first why we have uh, this question pop up recently more often than uh, we used to. There was actually one recent development that kind of changed everything. Uh, you see what was happening uh, in the past. Uh, if you wanted to create a site uh, without a left-hand side navigation menu, uh, your only choice would be to create a communication site template. Why? Because with communication site template, uh, your site navigation sits on top of the site. Uh, it's not on the left-hand side. So you get this full width uh, kind of area, right, uh, for your uh, for your pages and you know sections and columns and web parts. So you have this once again unrestricted full width uh, view of the whole site. In contrast, with the team site, you would get navigation on the left-hand side. So anytime you would create a team site, uh, the navigation would sit on the left-hand side. And you couldn't really do much about it. It just, uh, that's where it belonged, and you couldn't uh, get rid of it. You could not move it. Uh, so you kind of lost, um, you know, I don't want to say one-third of the page, but you lost a considerable uh, chunk uh, of the page just because you have that menu on the left-hand side. However, that changed recently uh, because Microsoft implemented uh, you know, new functionality on the team side where we now 
can uh, actually totally hide that left-hand side navigation uh, on a team side. Or we can actually move it to the top, making the team side almost look like the communication side. So you, even with the team side, by default, you get left-hand side navigation. But if you adjust the navigation settings, your team side will essentially look like a communication side. So this navigation thing was kind of uh, important in the past. And every time we wanted this tool with layout, we went for communication side. But now it seems like that the team side can do it both, right? It can serve as a two-way collaboration um, a kind of a workspace. But then if we uh, want this uh, white screen and you know build a visually appealing type of site and uh, hide that navigation on the left, we can do it now. Now that I provided you with the background information, uh, let me provide you with a few reasons on why we still need a communication site template. Reason number one, with communication site, you don't get any of the group assets you get with a team site. Uh, remember, when we create a communication site, all we're getting is just this nice looking communication site. When we create a team site, uh, behind the scenes, it creates more than just a site. Behind the scenes, it creates a Microsoft 365 group. Uh, it creates, uh, well, obviously a site. It also creates uh, a group calendar in Outlook. It creates a distribution list uh, in Outlook and Exchange. Uh, and you can obviously, you know, create group forms, you know, plan in, you know, in Planner. And you can also obviously connect a team uh, from Microsoft Teams. So if you are just after a SharePoint site, you are still getting all these elements, whether you want it or not. And this just can clutter um, you know, your groups uh, in uh, Admin Center. And because once again, whether you want it or not, <laughs> all these assets are still created. Uh, and it just clutters uh, kind of the uh, tenant uh, just because you wanted uh, a SharePoint site to share some information. So in this particular instance, um, a communication site template is a winner. Reason number two, easier permissions management. Uh, with communication site, because it's just a SharePoint site, we manage permissions through the three group concept, right? We have visitors, we have members, and we have, um, you know, essentially owners, the full control people. With a team site, remember, with a team site, you get a Microsoft 365 group created as well on top of the site. Uh, so uh, your permission management becomes a bit more complicated. First of all, you still have the site permissions, right? You still have those uh, three groups at the site level, but then you also have this group membership, the Microsoft 365 group uh, with its own membership uh, and just another layer, uh, you know, layer of uh, permissions. So if you uh, created a team site and you plan to use it uh, as a communication type of site, right? So assuming majority of your users will be read-only users, you, you really will not benefit from using the um, membership, you know, the Microsoft 365 membership group because those users, those members have added privileges uh, at the site level. So in this case, it's kind of useless and you will be forced to go back to the site level permissions and manage permissions on the team site that way. Another reason, reason number three, why we still need a communication site is the ability to change the layout uh, on a page, on a site. Uh, you see um, on a communication site, um, if you edit the page, you have a chance to edit the layout, right? You can select one column, two column, three column, whatever um, you know the choices are. And one of the choices is a full width 
section. Essentially, it's a section that allows you uh, to go full width from left to right, and you can embed uh, like a hero web part, a countdown timer, and an image there, all right? And this way, you don't get any white space, you know, extra space on the left and right-hand side uh, of that uh, particular section. Uh, unfortunately, this particular capability does not exist on a team side, right? So if you try to do the same on a team side and you want to uh, alter the, you know, edit the page and uh, add this full width uh, section, you will not be able to. Even if you hide uh, that left-hand side navigation I mentioned earlier, even if you put it on top, like on the communication side, uh, this particular layout uh, section just doesn't exist on team side. So if that's what you want, again, you need a communication side. Another reason, reason number four, why you need a communication side is the fact that uh, you can only register a communication site as a home site. I actually explained the concept uh, of a home site in episode number 42, so feel free to check it out. But to summarize it for you, uh, a home site is essentially uh, a main site in SharePoint. Um, you have to register a site as a home site, but there are other benefits uh, to it. Uh, essentially, if you are using Viva Connections, uh, essentially the ability to embed your internet, let's say, uh, into Microsoft Teams, you have to register that site as a home site. And guess what? You can only register a communication site as a home site. You cannot register a team site as a home site. Uh, it's actually not going to allow you to do that. So once again, if you want that uh, Viva Connections capability, if you want to configure your SharePoint app bar, uh, you do need to have a communication site and obviously register it as a home site. Reason number five why we still need a communication site template is the fact that uh, some functionalities, some capabilities available within SharePoint Online rely on a communication site template. For example, Viva Topics, all right? If your organization uh, is looking to utilize Viva Topics, guess what? Uh, Viva Topics uh, is a communication site template. All right, so it relies on the communication site, uh, you know, template, uh, and that's just how it is. Uh, if your organization is looking to utilize learning pathways, right, essentially the free training available from uh, Microsoft, something I actually described in episode 112, uh, once again, uh, when you create, uh, you know, when you configure and install learning pathways, it actually installs a communication site in your tenant and uh, you know uploads all the content. Uh, the final reason why we need a communication site template uh, is actually probably not that important anymore due to some recent changes that Microsoft made. But up until recently, if you wanted a multi-language capability uh, on uh, on your SharePoint site, it was um, you know configured. You know we only had the ability to configure it uh, on the communication site template. All right, Team site just didn't have. Uh, a nice way to configure uh, multiple languages on the same site. Now we do, right? So uh, again, this reason is not probably that uh, important compared to the other reasons, uh, but something I still wanted to mention because up until recently, you had to have a communication site to be able to configure multiple uh, languages and the ability to translate uh, the pages uh, into multiple languages. But once again, we now uh, we now have that capability on team sites as well. All right, so that's all I wanted to mention in this particular episode. If you wondered, you know, what the differences between the two types of sites and whether we still need a communication site, um, hopefully you have a few reasons now. 
Uh, but for now, thank you very much for listening and talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.